Welcome to the Mile High Podcast Reviews. Welcome to another edition of the Mile High Podcast Reviews. I am your host, Dave, coming to you from Denver, Colorado, and it's uh, Christmas. Yesterday was Christmas. I hope you guys had a safe and wonderful uh, Christmas day. Hope you got to eat a little bit too much. Uh, Hope you got to drink a little bit too much. Uh, Hopefully you guys had a great time. So I'm here tonight with a special guest. Do you want to tell them who you are, special guest? Yes, I am Dante and I am his son. He is, in fact, Dante, my son. And uh, we're both big Star Wars fans, and I thought it would be fun to bring him in to do our uh, review show of Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. So I, I've been waiting to get to this episode. Um, so excited to get to it, um, and I'm really excited to bring you on. So welcome to the Mott High Podcast. This is really all we do so when i'm gone on fridays to record these podcasts this is pretty much what we do so there's not a whole lot to it so that's fun though Mm -hmm. right you having a good time yeah all right so let's give a quick little uh, synopsis of the rise of skywalker um the movie begins after the events of the last jedi um what did you think of the last jedi i thought it was pretty good i thought i didn't like how they didn't really make an expanded universe like make room for an expanded universe explain that there's all these theories out there with different channels talking about theories and basically they just closed off a little bit on the last jedi so all those theories couldn't get through the gate and so it kind of closes off the expanded universe that okay uh, but as overall, what did you think of The Last Jedi? Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. Okay. I enjoyed The Last Jedi too. I thought uh, Ryan Johnson, he's one of my favorite directors, and uh, Last Jedi was beautiful. Uh, I know critics shit on it quite a bit, um, and they didn't enjoy it. Actually, no, critics actually enjoyed this movie. It got a really high Rotten Tomato score. But the fans were the ones that shit all over it, which I didn't understand. And this just kind of highlights toxic fandom where fans believe that they are owed something by these companies. And when you get a director like Ryan Johnson, who is a very brilliant writer, a very brilliant director, uh, he directed one of our favorite movies this year called Knives Out. And I did a review about that one. But uh, for some reason, Star Wars fans lost their shit. And it just kind of set the stage for this toxic fandom that's kind of been percolating to the top ever since the new trilogy came out. Um, So J.J. Abrams had a really tough time. Uh, He had an impossible task ahead of him. He had to not only close up the Skywalker series, but also try to ease the uh, kerfuffle that was the uh, reaction from The Last Jedi. So... Personally, I love The Last Jedi, and I could care less if anybody out there gets super offended by that statement. I think it was a beautiful story, and it was a beautiful movie, and I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna care if anybody cares if I like it or not. So, anyway, um, enter the rise of Skywalker. Skywalker uh, takes place after uh, the events of The Last Jedi, and I. Uh, it's basically it revolves around Ray. She is on the brink of the resistance. <laughs> Our cat is out here playing with a bag, and it's 
messing up our concentration quite a bit. You need to edit that out. We can't edit that. This We're just going straight for it, buddy. <laughs> Mile High Podcast, we don't edit shit out. We probably should. It'd probably make for a better show, but I think it's funnier that way. Um, so, Ray, the, the resistance is on the verge of collapse, uh, and Ray is still out there trying to find her true lineage, and those two storylines finally converge in The Rise of Skywalker, um, she finds out that not only were her parents uh, not just drifters like Kylo Ren had told her in The Last Jedi, but she's actually related to Emperor Palpatine, who, spoilers, is still fucking alive on this crazy planet, uh, this um, Sith planet that I I can't remember. Do you remember what the name was? Nope. I just remember that it had mountains. It had mountains. It was like an ice ice world, right? Yeah. That was, that was really pretty, like... You know, just seeing how, like, that glassy lake or that glassy ocean or whatnot. Yeah. I thought it was, that was one of the more pretty things. But then I, the name was stupid. Uh, and I'll get to that, but I have to Google what this name is because I thought the name of this planet was pretty stupid. You're going to hear me Google on uh, our podcast. Google, what is the name of the Sith world in Rise of Skywalker? Let's see what Google says. All right. Who knows? Dante, why don't you look for this spot, this world? So, um, that was some fascinating podcasting right there. Googling while I'm trying to talk. Um, so, Kylo Ren beats Rey out to this Sith world that shall remain nameless for now on. Um, and Kylo Ren finds out that the Emperor is alive, that he has been controlling Snoke and the. Uh, whole new order and he's come up with this incredible army called the final order uh, but he tasks Kylo Ren with bringing Rey to him because in order to fulfill his destiny he needs to have Rey uh, what is it I don't see what it is Mustafar Mustafar what no that's not Mustafar is where Darth Vader lives on Rogue One that's the name of that uh uh, that's the name of that black castle. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Who knows? Right now it's going to be remain a mystery. But I just remember the name is kind of stupid. And Star Wars names are just kind of stupid in general. Um, yeah. as, as for somebody who... I, With my sci-fi series that I write, like I put a lot of thought and effort into names and stuff. And I think these names are like throwing a bunch of letters at like a plot of glue and then whatever letters come together that's the name or something some weird names anyway so um ray is making her way down to the planet that shall remain nameless and there ensues the final battle and she eventually destroys the emperor brings balance to the force ends the new order the final order the empire ends all that um and uh there's an amazing battle at the end that we'll talk about. Um, and then at the end, she uh, just kind of goes about her merry way. She visits uh, Luke's old house and buries Leia's and uh, Luke's lightsabers. And she forges her own path from there. And it was a really satisfying conclusion. Um, so we're going to kind of get into some of the things that we enjoyed about the movie. And maybe some things that uh, maybe we didn't like so much kind of like the name of this sith world that i have no idea what it's called so let me begin dante what did you think of the movie i thought it was really good and like you said about the last jedi 
it got really crapped on by the audience. I've seen many YouTube channels like Shafrilla's Productions or I Hate Everything talking about how much they hate Rise of Skywalker and how they think it's a piece of crap. I was generally enjoyed by it. But I think we had a different viewing experience since we viewed it in 40X. So why don't you tell folks, uh, I've talked about uh, 40X before. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about it? And why don't you scoot up to the microphone just a little bit closer. 40X is basically like 3D, but like you're basically put inside of the film. And so they have this little roller coaster kind of seat thing. And whenever they move in the movie, you move in real life. Yeah, and when it, it rains in the movie, uh, you get hit by puffs of uh, wind and, and rain. Uh, when you, people get blasted in the back, you have these like little uh, pokey things in the back of your chair, so it makes you feel like you just got blasted. Um, yeah, so 40X movie experience is really amazing. I definitely recommend you check it out. Uh, I think one of the things that I really enjoyed about that 40X experience is I, I, when I was at Solo, I, they didn't have the side lights. So there's these lights that flash on the side. So if it's like lightning, there's a lightning strike. In, in this movie, there's quite a bit. Um, it flashes next to you. So you have like your peripheral feels like you're in a lightning storm. So I thought that was pretty neat. But um, even if we weren't in 40X, I still think this movie was amazing. Yeah. All right. So tell me some things that you liked and didn't like. And by the way, the stupid name Planet was called Exegol. How do you remember that? I found it on Google. Exegol. The, the phone's off. Don't worry. We've been talking so much. The phone, my phone timed out already. All right. So Exegol, the planet where the Emperor is. It's the secret Sith planet that C-3PO knew the directions to, but they had to um, scramble his brain in order for him to find the directions for him. And then, like, the whole, basically, is just, he's has amnesia for, like, half the movie, and R2-D2 is like, no, and he just resets his brain. Well... Yeah, well, I thought that would, yeah. part was fine. You know, because he missed a lot uh, when that happened. But I thought it was a kind of a, yeah. a heroic moment for a robot where he decided that he would lose, rather lose his brain than uh, not help the Resistance fight the Emperor. Well, let's be honest. He didn't do it willingly. They just said, here, black market robot dealers, take him. He's like, no, no, please no. And they just wiped <laughs> his brain. So let's okay, that's fair. I'll say that's a fair point. Um, talk about some things that you liked. I really thought it was a beautiful movie. Like, like you talking about Exegol, that was really beautiful. It was. Come on, keep going. And, like, how there was different statues in Exegol. And Kylo went, when Ren went there, and he saw Palpatine and all the statues fell down. Or when Rey was training to be a Jedi... Using the same thing Luke had with like the little orb with bullets shooting out of it. <coughs> well, this is the first time you've coughed. You've been coughing for weeks now, so that's only the first time you coughed. So I'm proud of you. So wonderful. It's all. We're gonna thank Coke Zero for the lack of coughing on this podcast today. We hope we get sponsored by them. Yes, please sponsor. So if you're from Coke Zero, I drink thousands of dollars worth of your shit every year. Um, so please. Sponsor us. You can throw a hundred dollars our way, right? Or just some free Coca Cola. Or some free Coke Zero, man. Yeah, I, I like that. I like how your brain works there. Um, so some of the things that I really liked about it, 
was it did pay a lot of fan service, even though I truly hate toxic fanboys who. Uh, and just so you know, fanboys is a um, is a what Star Wars fans are called, like the crazy Star Wars fans that know every little um, detail about the Star Wars and expanded universe. They're called fanboys. And they're really the ones that are kind of leading this toxic charge against Ryan Johnson and uh, the Rise of Skywalker. But um, the movie is beautiful, like Dante said. Um, just the effects. The I loved Exegol. It was a really cool feature where it's like a big massive um, glacier floating in an icy ocean. But I think... Some of the visuals like Ray and Kylo Ren having a lightsaber battle on the crashed Death Star um, in the middle, like they're getting hit by these massive waves. That's all CGI. That's amazing effects. And it was just beautiful. Like the way that the music timed with the waves and with the battle, I mean, that was beautiful. I thought, and that's one thing that J.J. Abrams, I think, really took from uh, Ryan Johnson was. Telling the story with uh, your surroundings and like involving your surroundings, so involving the water, the the battle, the acting, the writing, the music, put it all together, and it makes for a beautiful movie. Uh, what else did you like? Um, I think I really liked. Hmm. Oh, I liked the makeout sesh at the end between Kylo Ren <laughs> and Ray. Which I thought was kind of weird since they've been fighting the last two movies. But Yeah, opposites attract, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that they did. They haven't really had much of a, a romance that uh, in this last series. So you kind of knew that Ray and Kylo would end up getting a little make-out sesh. But did you like the fact that Kylo Ren died? What did you think about that? I thought that was kind of cool. Like, that's like a good ending to the series. Yeah, he. I think he redeemed himself. He... Helped uh, Ray beat the Emperor, and he sacrificed himself. Which, at the very beginning, when he kills his father, um, he could have turned light, but he decided that he's going to kill his father and follow the the path of darkness. And so, this is kind of a way of getting uh, getting back to that balance of now he's no longer dark; he's going to light, and he's going to sacrifice himself. And he becomes a Force ghost at the end instead of a, a Sith ghost. So, yeah, good call. I like I like the makeout sesh too. Also, what I think is kind of weird is how between the like the la- the three movies all of the trilogy, Finn has just been going out with like different girls. First <laughs> it was like Ray basically that he liked and then now it was Rose and it was just just random other stormtrooper chick. So, he's kind of playing around. Did you I don't know if you read this um cuz you're 12 and you're not on Facebook. But the girl is actually Lando's daughter. In real life, or in no, the in the movie. Huh. Yeah, at the end, he uh, Lando gets next to Finn's new girlfriend and says like, "Let's travel the galaxy together." And she's like, "Oh, that sounds great, old man. I've never met before." And they never expressly say that that's his daughter. But then J.J. Abrams came back and said that's his daughter. So, and one thing I have to say, you know about like the Ryan Johnson thing. Uh huh. I think people are hating on him mainly because of how stupid his name is spelled. <laughs> Why do you spell Ryan with an I? I'm I'm right there with you. It's, that's not a name. You know, it's <laughs> spelled Ryan. with a Y. It's Ryan. It's not Ryan. 
Um, I think, you know, going further, uh, the final battle, uh, I had talked about this on numerous of the podcasts where I had really high expectations, especially after that first drop, that first trailer dropped about the, uh, the final battle. Cause usually the final battles of the movies are great. The final battles of the trivia of the, uh, trilogies are exceptional. And this one is the end of a saga and it, they pulled out all the stops and Dante actually has a uh, kind of a different perspective of this. Cause I really like the fact that, that Lando was able to get all these ships from all over the, the galaxy, including Wedge Antilles, uh, who was, uh, Luke Skywalker's wingman in the original trilogy. Um, they pulled in just all these fighters from all over the galaxy to help defeat this new fleet of mega ships that the emperor has built. And, uh, it was incredible. I thought that the the last scene was absolutely incredible. Uh, but Dante, you have a little bit of a different perspective on that. Are we going to the cons now? No, we're, no, for not necessarily con, but you just have a different perspective. So, so, okay, I this is not an original idea. I heard this from another video, but I agree with it. So in the final battle, there's like hundreds of like thousands of ships there, like thousands of thousands of ships, but you don't barely know. Like even like a third of them, not even a quarter, and in Endgame, the final battle scene, we've spent like ten or twelve years with these people, like getting to love each character, and at the end, all of them collaborating to defeat the final villain. At the end, when in the final battle of that, there's just like a couple of people that we actually know. And, you know, I understand that that thought, but when you're talking about an entire galaxy worth of fighters, you're not going to really know a lot of them. And part of what I enjoyed about this movie was it did pay a lot of fan service um, to its fans, even the, the toxic ones. Uh, so it brought in that Wedge Antilles. It brought in uh, when Ray was dying and she... Uh, absorbed all the powers from every Jedi that had ever been, you hear voices like um, Yoda's, you hear um, Anakin Skywalker's, you hear both uh, Obi-Wan's, you hear Ashoka, who is from the Clone Wars, a, a fan favorite from the Clone Wars. So um, I think they paid enough fan service in that moment to satisfy even the, the oldest fans, which I'm kind of up there. But uh, I definitely see where you're coming from, where you don't have a personal relationship with a lot of these ships out there. So, you know, if they die, you don't really have a stake in the game. Is that right? Yeah. All right. So there are a couple cons. The movie isn't perfect by any means. Um, I would say Avengers Endgame is, for all intents and purposes, a perfect movie. Um Started the Rise of Skywalker, maybe not as perfect. Still incredible, but maybe not as perfect. So, um, one thing I wish they would have done is, I wish they would have talked more about the Knights of Ren. Yeah. You have been hearing about the Knights of Ren for three movies. You finally see them, but you have no idea who they are. Um, they're, I guess they're force sensitive, but they, they're not Sith Lords or they're not, um, Jedi's gone rogue. or anything. So we don't really know what the Knights of Renoir, Ren are, and uh, Kyle Ren can dispatch with them pretty easily at the end. So, 
I wish they would have talked a little bit more about them. Um, what do you think? Where are some cons? Okay. I I honestly, I don't think if you felt this, but I think some of the comedy fell flat. No, I I agree. You know, J.J. Abrams maybe isn't a, um, a comedic um, director and writer as much as like some other actors. I think Ryan Johnson does comedy, writes comedy really well. I think I totally agree with you. Like some of the, yeah, in Knives Out, there's a lot of comedy there. But in this particular movie, yeah, the jokes kind of fell flat. What else? Um. If you hear our dog barking, I believe our Chinese food has arrived. So that means we got to hurry up and wrap this show up. So what are some other cons? Okay, so... Hmm. Alright, one of my cons I had... I, I did wish that there were more Force Ghosts. Um... You know, I would have loved to have seen Yoda come back. I would have loved to have seen Obi-Wan Kenobi come back. Um, at the end of The Return of the Jedi, which is one of my... I think probably my favorite still of the the whole saga. You have all of the Force Ghosts come in. And I kind of wish they would have done that at the end of this movie. Um, but the Force Ghosts that they did have, which was Luke and then eventually Leia... I think uh, they were great. I think those were they were very effective and they added a lot to the story. So my final con is Hux being the spy. I thought that was just more intensity that Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams wanted to add to the story to make people more happy with it. But basically, it was just... He went from being freaking Space Hitler to... <laughs> A dude who's just like, yup, I'm the spy. Yeah, I get that. I totally get that. Yeah, he was very much Space Hitler at the very beginning. And then, you know, he only had like two lines and he got shot by some dude that we've never met before. So, yeah, I totally get that. Oh, I have one final thing. Go for it. I feel like the character Dio, he only had like two lines. And that was for two things only. Comedic, just... Com- comedy and to sell merchandise. Yes, that's pretty much it. Do you think a lot of people have been saying that Babu Frick is cuter than Baby Yoda? I think those people are Ew. idiots. What do you think? Ew, Babu Frick looks like a like Pennywise at the end of It Chapter Two. <laughs> okay, that's that's one interesting take. Um, I think my last con is that I wish the movie would have been longer. To be honest. Uh, Avengers Endgame was over three hours. They had to wrap up ten years worth of movies into one satisfying conclusion where the Rise of Skywalker had to take 40 years worth of movies with very complex storylines and wrap them all up into one. And they could have totally extended it um, over three hours and I was sat there the whole time. Anything else you want to add? No, I think we can just get back, um, get to the ending part. Get to the Chinese food is what you're saying? I'm not. You're not. <laughs> so, um, overall, man, I really love this movie. Uh, I'm definitely going to go back within the next couple weeks. Uh, do you want to go see it again with me? I'm not really a person who sees movies more than one time. Except unless it's Adventures Endgame or Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Well, okay. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is the best movie of all time, so there's an <laughs> exception there. That's fair. Um, I definitely want to go see it. Uh, I know my folks are going to go see it. Maybe I'll see it with them. Uh, maybe we'll take uh, my wife, a.k.a. your mom. Maybe she'd like to go with me to go see it. So um, I, I love that movie. I think it was great. I, I'm really satisfied. And 
What's really weird is like the critics are shitting all over this movie, but like most of the fans, it has a really high fan score. So <laughs> I think the fans got it right on this one. So there it is. That's the Rise of Skywalker. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Dante. I hope we could do some more of these. Um, Dante is actually working on a podcast of his own that we're going to put on our Truckee Pacific podcast network. But I can't do that yet because all the guests I've invited have either stood me up or said that it was going to be, quote unquote, 30 minutes of cringe. <laughs> yeah, getting guests is the hard part. So um, speaking of guests, I have we have our first two episodes of the Mahai podcast um, scheduled for January. Our first episode is going to be with Hollywood Tony P, who's an entertainer, podcaster, uh, wrestling manager. He does a bunch of everything, so we're excited to have him on. And then on the later part of January, we have our Harry, Hi Harry Potter trivia with Corny Gunn. So be looking for those. Uh, we have a, a new studio that we unveiled last week when we did our end of year show. And we're working out a couple bugs, but the studio is amazing. Uh, we're going to start throwing our shows onto the YouTube channel. Um, so that's pretty much it. If you guys have any uh, comments, concerns, um, if you want to tell me I'm an idiot for liking The Last Jedi, uh, you know, feel free to email me at themilehighpodcast at gmail.com. That is the Mile High Podcast, P-O-T-C-A-S-T, at gmail.com. And that's it. That's Rise of Skywalker. Thanks for listening. And, all, and also, if any of you guys happen to have Reddit, we have a subreddit now con- created by yours truly. And it's r slash Mile High Podcast, r slash Mile High Podcast, P-O-T-C-A-S-T. You're natural, buddy. So I'm excited for your show. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Have a good night. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy and happy Christmas. Hanukkah. We got we have so many things going on right now. Happy holidays. Thank you for listening to the Mahai Podcast Reviews. For comments or sponsorship inquiries, please contact us at themilehighpodcast at gmail.com. That is themilehighpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you.